I'm sales team turnaround specialist, Jeremy DeMerchant. And each week I bring sales leaders like you, experts and insights that will help you level up your leadership, motivate like a master, and ultimately crush your comp plan. If it's time to raise the bar on your team's performance, then it's time for Sales Team Rescue. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode 25 of Sales Team Rescue. I am your host, Jeremy DeMerchant, and today we have another special guest with us. Now, Christine Schlonsky, the queen of sales success mindset, is a multi-talented leader in the field of sales mindset, motivation, and strategies. She's the host of the Heart Sales Podcast, and she works with heart-centered entrepreneurs who love what they do, but have a difficult time selling their products and services. Christine shows them how to make sales with ease, grace, and confidence. Christine, welcome to Sales Team Rescue. Well, thank you so much for having me, Jeremy. It's so exciting. Yes, yes, I'm, and I'm excited to have you here. So it's very interesting because we came together because we there's a couple different circles that we travel in, but we're in this secret mastermind group that we can't tell anyone about. <laughs> I love it, but it's so much fun. Um, and amazing people from all over the world. And speaking of all over the world, tell us where you're from. Yeah, I'm tuning in from Germany. Uh, I am German. I grew up here and I live here, but I do travel the world. I love traveling. And uh, right now I'm in between Berlin and Hamburg. So if anyone wants to look that <laughs> up, that's kind of the north of Germany. And it's already cold. <laughs> it's already cold in Canada as well. So yeah. today was definitely a jacket day. <laughs> So, uh, so tell me, tell us a little bit about what brought you to this point where you became the queen of sales success mindset. Yeah, that's a, such a great question. You know, we have, I, I would assume that everybody in their life has a point where they think like, well, is that it? There must be more. So I used to work in corporate as a sales director for high ticket live events, selling them over the phone for over a decade. And I never intended to be in sales, but I ended up in sales. And so I started my journey in corporate from basically clueless, <laughs> learning the ropes to actually being the sales director of the department I, I started in. And then I thought, well, there, there must be more. It's like, you know, I want to travel. I want more of my personal freedom, my time freedom. And um, while I was looking for that more, I discovered personal development. I discovered coaching. I became a coach. And then I thought, well, if you bring those two worlds together, like the coaching and sales, that's when magic can be created because I've seen over and over again that these heart-centered, driven entrepreneurs, coaches or healers, creatives, accountants, they want to do good, but they don't know how to sell their services right. or they don't feel good selling them. So I put that together and then people told me, well, wow, I mean, that's just mindset. It's sales success mindset and you are the queen. So this is <laughs> long story short that over the years, I supported so many people making that shift in their mindset to feel amazing when selling, to make offers with ease, with grace, with confidence, to ask their price. And that makes a difference for the entrepreneur. As we know, if you don't sell anything, you don't have a business. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there's, there's so many people that have this need because um, when I started, I was in a, a city in Fredericton, New Brunswick, which um, they, they claim they are almost are the startup capital of Canada. Uh, and, and there's lots of startups that, that evolve. But what happens is they're started by people who either hate their boss and want another solution or have this really great idea. But neither of those are necessarily a solution, a positive way to start a business, right? You need sales. Yeah. And so, you know, in a similar way, that's, that's how I started. I was actually a sales director at an online university and, uh, uh, and then saw like all these people need some help. So how do we make them give them what they need to, to go and sell? So that's amazing. So what are the biggest challenges? If we want, you want to get specific, what are the biggest challenges that your audience finds or has when it comes to making sales or the sales process? Yeah. I think it's like asking for the sale. They have amazing conversations. They really shine in their brilliance, in their expertise. They know what they're talking about. But when it comes to that moment where they realize I'm talking to my perfect client and now it would be time to make an offer, well, either they kind of don't notice the moment mm -hmm. or when they notice the moment, they don't dare. They don't really know how to do it so that it's fun and they can enjoy it. It always becomes a little bit weird mm -hmm. at this point, right. which then also can repel the other person because now you had the great conversation and all of a sudden when we talk money, it's weird. So mm -hmm. something must be off. And um, I see that that struggle with a lot of people, um, which doesn't help them to to serve more people because they might lose the sale. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So what is, so we, we've got a lot of people that meet your demographic that are your demographic watching this, listening to this. What is one tip that you can give them to help start? The, I know it's a process, um, but like, what's, what's the one thing that you can give them through here? Um, and I, obviously I don't want to, uh, you know, give all the way the whole, all the secret sauce, but, what can you give them to move that needle right now to get them in a place where um, let's just say they know they need to improve their sales. They've got something they're very passionate about and they want to hire you, but there's a gap. They're like, Oh, I just got to get a few more sales or get a little bit closer. What's that? How can we move that needle? What can you share with them um, that they can implement right away? Yeah. I think just realizing you're talking to a person, you are talking to a human being that, has challenges, who has needs. And obviously when you talk to them and you realize they might be your perfect client, it's really important that you serve them. So in the story, shift it from you where the focus is with your fears or doubts or whatever, shift it over to them. Just come from that place of service where you can make sure they get what they need because you, you've got that in store. So just make that offer and don't expect them to say yes. You know, be committed to the goal, supporting them, but don't get stuck in, um, you know, focusing on the outcome. If they say no, totally fine. Just have that conversation, that natural flow and see where it can go in the conversation when you make that offer, when you ask your price. Right. You can say, well, you know, I feel or I see um, 
we would be a perfect match. Would you like to know what it is working with me? And when they say yes, you just make your offer. And when they say, no, I don't think I'm, I'm ready yet, or I have some more questions, you just have the conversation. They're not going to bite, <laughs> right? They're not, if, especially if it's on the phone, they're not going to come yeah. through the phone and, right. you know, <laughs> uh, shake you. So don't, don't be afraid. It's a human being that also has needs like you that is afraid and fearful that has the challenges or who has the challenges and your place is just to support them. So switch the attention from you to them. And I think that mm. will make a big difference when you really stay in your heart, mm. serving, having a conversation. And then if it's a perfect fit, making an invitation and it's up to them to decide it's not your job. It's their job to say yes or no. So don't worry about it. Let it, be their job. Your job is to make that offer. I love it. Love it. You know, it's, it's like um, what I found with public speaking is mm. the reason people are nervous is because they're worried about what everybody else thinks of them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And when you make that shift to, you know what, it's how do you show up so that you can give maximum impact to the audience? That's when it all changes. So yeah, um, exactly. yeah, yeah and sales conversations is the, the exact same way. So I've actually seen, people physically change their body language when shifting into the sale. Yeah. Like I've seen, uh, I was actually it's doing a role play. It, it is right. I was a, I was doing a role play call um, for somebody that wanted to come in and work with one of the organizations I work with. And um, she was talking and she was talking and then all of a sudden she went. And so um, did, did you want to um, like, are you ready to move forward? And like everything shifted. I was just like, Whoa, hold yeah. on. What was that? Uh, and it's, it's such a big deal, but that's a big issue for a lot of people. Do, do you yeah. feel like that's that's kind of the, like, how often do you see that, like the actual physical level of discomfort? Oh, I, I, I see that pretty often. So um, usually I, I used to work on the phone, but, you know, when you train your team, you see people in front of you. So I help them to, you know, get more confident by practicing power poses, mm. right? By taking up the space, putting your shoulders back, have your head straight. And maybe when you are like uncomfortable, why don't you have the conversation when you, while you're standing with both legs firmly on the ground, um, have your body posture up and just be open. There's nothing to fear. And I, th I think it takes a little bit practice to be comfortable in this position especially I see that with women who are kind of taught to more go within, to close up, to cross their legs, to not take a lot of space. So just, you know, open up to the conversation, not just in your mind, but also um, with your whole body. And then, you know, have the conversation, stand on firmly on the ground and ask for what you think is best for the person. Right. You wouldn't make an offer if it's not a fit. So don't be afraid to make an offer because you only do it when you know you can support the person with the challenges. Right. Right. So when you're working with your clients, what, what percentage of your focus is specifically around phone sales versus other type of sales? 
Um, a lot of my clients have these strategy sessions or discovery sessions or however you want to name them. Mm -hmm. So I would say it's about 90%. Okay. And we also start with a, with a mindset, which for me, that's the key number one. Mm -hmm. If your mind isn't in the right place, nothing else will get into place right? right you can have your power pose and mm -hmm. you know you can pretend but if inside you are fearful and nervous um that will somehow translate into your body absolutely absolutely so how would you describe your ideal client who's the perfect person that you love to work with somebody who really wants to make a difference in the world who has an expertise of some sort, and they are now looking to monetize that, right? They have helped their friends, their family, uh, people come to them for advice, but they don't really know how to package it, how to word it, how to put it out in the world. They don't know what kind of price to ask. So, um, yeah, because the clarity is missing. Also the mindset, the sales success mindset is missing. Um, usually it's healers, small business owners, coaches, consultants. So anybody who has not necessarily a physical product, but something that comes from their expertise. And I see over and over again that this seems to be more challenging when you sell your own creations than yeah. when you actually have a physical product or you sell for someone. Mm. Yeah. So I, that, anybody with, with that challenge uh, would be the perfect fit. Now I'm curious. So you've been doing this for a long time. And so it's interesting because I find people like on the side of this business that we're on, um, people look at us like, Oh, well, you don't understand. Like you're just good at this. But I know for me, when I started, I had the same problem you just mentioned. I was going, now I'm selling my own stuff. Last time I was selling an online degree or I was selling, you know, whatever it was. And suddenly yeah. it was like all these emotions came into it when it was me that had to deliver the result. Mm -hmm. And it probably took me six months to get over it. Yeah. So for you, was it the same way or did you just st step up and go, I've been doing this for teams. I'm ready to rock. No, I, I had the same challenges. Um, you know, like, how do you package something? The the fear of, can I deliver, right? It worked in this environment, but now it's different. Like, is it going to work? And I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, the first online offer I made, nobody bought. Mm. People were interested. People were engaged. You know, I did in a closed Facebook group and... Everybody was excited. And I was like, yes, this is going to be good. I can take them further. I can make this offer. And then nothing. So you can imagine, like, I was pretty upset and frustrated because I didn't know what did I do wrong. And then next time I, you know, I made the offer more appealing. I got more of the pain points. I kind of shifted to what I offered. And then all of a sudden, I just put out a post and somebody bought my first $97 workshop. Nice. And I didn't even have the conversation like live. I just saw that, you know, my PayPal pinged on my phone and it yeah. said like $97. <laughs> and I was like, wow, this was so amazing. And, you know, I've made millions in corporate mm -hmm. for the company I worked for. 
But these ninety-seven dollars, it's a big deal. Changed my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember uh, in a similar way. It's funny. We've got a lot of the same same stories. Uh, I did my first webinar. I made an offer, and I complicated it. It was like, here's a monthly thing, here's a year thing. And if you want to upgrade, and I just it was a mess. Nobody purchased, yeah. but it turned out the quality was horrible. And I sent an email after and said, you know what, guys, I'm super sorry. I listened to the replay. I'm embarrassed. That was horrible. And it was all just audio quality. And I said, you know what, for putting up with me, I'm here's a link. Just jump in for seven bucks a month. And everybody signed up. Wow. Cool. And I'm like, oh. And I, I remember like look, being on the treadmill, looking like a month after month, $7, $7 from PayPal. And I'm like, this is great. So yeah, it's, it's, you know, it doesn't need to be a big dollar amount. It's that feeling of somebody's investing in me for yes. my knowledge, my expertise and the results that I get them. Yeah. And it's huge. And, and I'm somebody says yes to you, yeah. like to your own creation. I, I, I felt that shift and I still remember it like it was yesterday. You, you, that's something you won't forget. And it's, it was so impactful. Well, obviously, you know, we all move on from that first <laughs> um, dollar amount and, and you grow. But it was such a wonderful experience because it did confirm that I was on the right path. Mm. And I just had to figure out more of how to serve more and better and, you know, ask um, my price and package it the way people really not just needed it, but also wanted it, right? Mm. Because usually they come because they want something and you give them what they need in addition to what they wanted in the first place. So figuring out all of this um, was definitely um, something that took quite some time and some courage, um, but it's so worth the journey. Love it, love it. So I have a very specific question for you. Um, On a few different episodes of this show, we've talked about pre-selling. And I know in the coaching space, in the service space, uh, this is a challenge for a lot of people. You either go two ways. You spend all this time creating a product or service or program, and then you go and then you try to sell it. But then there's another school of thought. I see you shake your head. Yeah. Another school of thought where it's like, if you know enough to talk about it, go talk about it and see who will give you the credit card. And then there's like not quite so committed version that says go do a survey and ask them if they would buy it. Where, where do you stand on all that? I'm curious. I would definitely don't create it because if you create it, they come. It, it's not working. Mm-hmm. Like if you are not the guru in the market, if you are not the Tony Robbins, where people just, you know, your fans just buy whatever you offer to the market, right. don't do it. Like put out, you know, do your research, know what your audience needs, and then, you know, just put out the outline, like, you need to tell them what they will get and they don't really care how they get there. They want to know what they get there when they have arrived. Right. When, when, for example, I said earlier, I love traveling. I don't care what kind of plane takes me from Paris to San Diego. Right. Right. I just care that I get there, hopefully in the shortest time possible, (laughs) (laughs) but the rest is not really that important. So I want to know where I'm going. What's the destination? So don't build it and describe the details, like how many seats and five meals and what kind of drinks. Like just go with the benefits your client will have once you took them from A to B. 
And therefore, you need to understand, A, you need to know the pain. Right. What are they wanting to change? Like we are going away from pain towards joy. And where can you take them with the expertise you have? And you just outline it and then you sell it. And then, you know, if it works, you don't need to tweak it because now you have all these raving fans. Then you have it. Then you can resell it. Um, If it's a group program, you already have your curriculum. Just take it. But if it's the first time, I would never invest the time. I would love to get paid for making it up while I go. Mm, I love it. I love it. So for those of you watching, if this sounds like something you need support with, especially, and I love this particular point because um, so many people, I talked to somebody today actually, and uh, they said, oh, I'm, I'm now I'm focusing on building this. Um, and it was a directory, like building online directories. And I'm like, yeah. how are you going to sell it? Oh, I'm just going to send an email. So sorry to that person that I was talking to this morning who's probably watching this. <laughs> um, but we, we had a very in-depth conversation. And suddenly I was like, Go pre-sell it, you know. So. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Get get supported, right? You have a business, so yeah. you're not a charity. So get right. paid for your work, get paid for your expertise and, and your research. I mean, that's the most amazing place you can be in because then you don't need to worry where's your next client going to come from, how you're going to pay your bills. You will be in a place where you have money coming in, flowing in, and then you can build. And the amazing thing is you can tweak if you need to, right? If you see like your audience, the people who have invested with you need something else you didn't think of, you can just add it into the equation and everybody's going to be happy. And and part of this, this piece is, uh, and we've talked about this before we went live, um, the, the need for perfection. Like we, Mm. we, we can, we can use it as a way to procrastinate, but if you just, be okay with getting it done. Done's better than perfect. And truthfully, you need feedback from people to make it perfect or close to perfect, right? Yeah. So if you're trying to build it before it exi- before anyone's there to tell you whether it works or not, it's it's a misuse of energy, I will say. So that's yeah, awesome. That's I awesome. agree. So you, you made a point a couple, uh, a minute ago or so that I don't want to overlook. You said, take them from A to B. Many people say, take them from A to Z or Z depending on the country you're in. Um, but you said A to B. I want you to expand on that because I love it. And I, it just it just struck me as you said it. But why B and not Z or Z? Well, you got you to gotta see. I mean, you can look at yourself, right? So everybody watching, including us two, we have challenges. Mm-hmm. And often when you want to take somebody to Z, they might get totally overwhelmed. So why don't you just take the first step and solve a challenge, an issue, a problem, and then once they are there and they have the clarity, then you can take them from A, B, C <laughs> to mm, D, right? Right. So it's it's wonderful to have that journey, but if it's if it's empty and somebody can't really connect to it, Right. So you might be starting out in business. And if I would tell you, well, you know, I'm going to take you to your first 10 million. That's pretty far away if you haven't even made your first ninety seven dollars or your seven dollars. Right. So it's something you probably can't connect with. 
But if I tell you I'm going to take you to your first client and we're going to make it in a way that you enjoy it, that it's going to be fun and we will find the right price point for you so you feel amazing making that offer, that's B. And once you're there and you sold a couple of your packages, well, then you can go to the next point. And then we can talk about, you know, making 5K or 10K or 15 or 20 a month. And then you can grow from there. It, it doesn't mean that you can't have big dreams, but you want to make it kind of achievable and, and, and aligning the energies and the mm. excitement that it is a challenge, but it's not such a huge challenge that you can't even see it or feel it. Mm. So like, don't, I don't know why this analogy popped into my head, but don't sell a whole dairy farm and they don't even know if they like the milk. Right. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a very Canadian. That's a good one. <laughs> <laughs> a Canadian analogy. Awesome. So now, Christine, I want to go into what I think is the most fun part of the show, which is the lightning round. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so we all know coffee is for closers. What is your favorite kind of coffee or comparable drink? Oh. <laughs> it's empty. Oh, it's empty. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, it's and it's interesting that that you say that um, because it's one of those sales movies that really pushes people away because it's pretty mm. you know heartless. Yeah, it's pretty hardcore. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm definitely a big coffee fan. Um, I try to get away from, it, but it's not it's not really working. So yeah, <laughs> coffee definitely a couple of coffees in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Now do you, how do you drink it? Like black. Just black. Ah. black. Yeah. Girl after my own heart. Love it. <laughs> now, what is the number one book or movie that you recommend to sales reps, sales leaders, or even entrepreneurs? Yeah. So everybody in sales, no matter how good you are, how far you are with your experience, um, if you're afraid or if you're totally confident, I highly recommend reading The Go-Giver by mm. Bob Burke and John David Mann. It's a book that made a huge difference in my sales career when I was still in corporate. I got like, just read it, just read it. It's it, an amazing it, It's book. amazing. Yeah. It's, it's one of my uh, yeah, most favorite books. And I think it's so different from what you expect when you read a sales book mm, yes. and it, it will really support you and it, it will make a huge difference in your life. I can highly recommend it. 100%. You know, and it's it's interesting. I saw you interviewed Bob on your podcast. Yeah, I did. Yeah, that yeah, was awesome. I interviewed him several times, yeah. Yeah, and and for those of you that don't know, you hear people in sales talk about, um, you know, you'll, re you'll, re you'll do business with and refer business to people who you know, like, and trust. Well, that's a Bob yes. Bird quote. Bob is the one that said this. Um, and, and that single phrase has completely changed the sales industry. So, yeah, yeah. huge fan of Bob. Awesome. Yeah, he also he also says in the Go Giver, money is the echo of value. Mm, that's so just huge. Think about it. Money like is what the value echo can you value. provide? That money just flows in. I love it. I love it. That's awesome. So, who is someone you consider to be a mentor in your life? Well, you know, with all the go-giver books, <laughs> um, Bob is definitely one, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, one of them. 
And then, you know, in the personal development space, um, obviously, uh, Tony Robbins um, mm. is kind of a must follow. Right. If you haven't walked over your hot coals yet, right. <laughs> that's definitely something to do. Uh, what I really love from the spiritual side, um, because I do think that sales and spirituality go very well together, is um, Louis Hay. So oh, when yeah. you get the opportunity to read Heal Your Life, Mm -hmm. um, I highly recommend that as well. And in this combination, you will grow a ton. Love it. Love it. I actually did the fire walk this past year. Oh, so congratulations. I, yeah. <laughs> yes. My feet are still sore. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, it was, it was a very amazing experience. Like mind yeah, blowing. It totally is. Yeah. Now, the last question of the lightning round. And this, I think, is the most fun. What is the strangest thing you do, strangest thing, in your okay. daily routine to keep yourself on your game? In my daily routine, the strangest thing? Mm -hmm. ah. Oh, okay. All right. So I love taking walks in nature mm -hmm. um, to get grounded, to get fresh air, to, to move my body, right? Because when we're always in our heads, it's, it's not really working. But that's not strange. But I do hug a tree once in a while. <laughs> Oh, there we go. All right. That's awesome. There we go. <laughs> I'm a For, tree hugger. <laughs> in the literal terms. I love it. I love it. Um, so, Christine, tell me, where can people get more of your greatness? And I know you've got a little something that you wanted to share with the audience as a gift. Yes. So anybody who wants to connect, um, it's christineschlonsky.com. Um, then, obviously, you know, going to the heart sales podcast would be amazing if you want to tune in and listen to wonderful guests and as well as solo episodes where I share a little bit of my knowledge. But what I really, really love are the empowerment notes. So this is basically my notes into your inbox where I share um, all the updates of Heart Sales Podcast, as well as things I usually don't share on social media. So where I give some advice or tell some stories to uplift you, to empower you, to motivate you to really go for the next sale. Because when you made it, you did not just get the money. That's just part of it. But you served another human being with your amazing gifts. And I think they need to be out in the world they belong to the world. So, you know, the more you give, um, the better um, it is for everybody. Absolutely. Fantastic. So, guys, that is christineschlonsky.com forward slash empowerment notes. Um, go there, sign up, join her world. She's a total rock star. Christine, thank you so much for being on Sales Team Rescue. I appreciate it. And for those of you watching, uh, you want to catch the replay, be sure to go to salesteamrescue.com for this replay and previous episodes. We will see you next week, Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Remember, guys, get uncomfortable, get results. Cheers. Awesome. Thanks for joining me. Let's keep the conversation going. You can find more episodes and a link to join our online community over at salesteamrescue.com. If you haven't already, be sure to hit subscribe and give the show a review to help us reach more sales leaders like you. If you'd like our support in creating your own high-performance sales team, book a call with us at salesteamrescue.com.